Good morning and greetings in Jesus name. This is the Leadership Talk podcast. I'm glad that you get to uh, tune in this morning and we get to have a conversation on uh, the kind of leaders that God has called us to be. When God created us, he created us with an assignment. He created us with a purpose and one of the primary purposes of our creation is for us to have dominion is to is for us to have leadership is for us to experience and enjoy everything that god has given us and parallelly pass it down to somebody else to give it off to somebody else and that is what leadership is all about you know when we read the bible the bible categorizes leaders generally into uh, you know two broad categories the ones that actually pleased god and the ones that actually failed god and failed the purposes of god in their life for their lives now um, even the ones that pleased god they were not really perfect for example king david he was a man who really brought great pleasure to god he was a man who loved god and yet with all of his greatness he was weak in several areas doesn't mean that the ones that the bible calls as uh, you know the ones that pleased god they are perfect they have no problems they have no struggles that's not what it says in fact the ones that uh, walked with god have an equal number of struggles but there were some things that uh, set them apart from the ones that actually failed god Now this morning I want to discuss one particular leader like that and I want to ask you and me what are those things in our life that uh puts us in these particular categories and I want us to reflect on this and I want us to ask ourselves this question and say hey do I have the same thing do I struggle with the same thing do I have the same problems and do I behave in the same manner now so my you know topic for this morning is uh, the life of king saul now if you study the life of king saul you understand that this man was divinely chosen by god there was no doubt about his selection there was no mistake in his selection now this was not god's first choice god's plan was for israel to respect and receive god as their king but israel decided they want a physical human king that they can have and rule over them and god said okay because that's what you want that's what you will get and uh, um god used prophet samuel to select and appoint and ordain uh you know Saul as the first king of Israel now once he became king he started winning wars for Israel he he started bringing the whole nation together he started uh you know doing exactly what god wanted him to do and and he was respectful submissive to his leader that was prophet samuel he was like a spiritual father to uh you know king saul at one time when king saul is heard prophesying they ask him who is the father of this man and in fact he's not talking about his physical father he was talking about a spiritual father because just in the previous statement they said hey isn't this Saul the son of Kish and then the next verse is and but who is his father which tells us that they were referring to 
his spiritual father, not his physical father, because at this point he was demonstrating an anointing. Uh, he was demonstrating a characteristic which he did not inherit from his physical father. He inherited this prophetic ability from his spiritual father that was Prophet Samuel. Now, in the first phase of his life, when he began ruling over Israel, he was very submissive to his father. He was very submissive to his leader. However, at a later stage, the Bible talks about this in 1 Samuel chapter 13. You know, there was this particular time when he was going into war. He was supposed to go into war. And the Bible says in uh, verse 8 of 1 Samuel chapter 13, it says, that Saul waited there seven days for Samuel. Samuel was supposed to come uh, within the first seven days of Saul reaching there. And uh, Saul actually waited on Samuel. Now, for some reason, for whatever reason, Samuel got delayed. Was that a mistake? Was it sometimes God ordained? Was God testing Saul's heart? It could absolutely be, you know, sometimes when things don't pan out the way we expect it to, when people in our lives don't pan out the way we expect them to, it could be probably that God is uh, testing our hearts and God is checking how we are going to respect and honor the principles, the people that he has placed in our lives, even when we are surprised and, and taken off guard. Uh, and, and, and the Bible says that he waited for seven days as Samuel had instructed him earlier. But when Samuel still didn't come, he took things into his own hands. So the first thing that I want to explain to you is this, that there was an instruction that Samuel had given to Saul. And the instruction was, go there and wait for me. Now, when he didn't come in the time that was appointed uh, the time that he had promised, the time that he had said he will come, Saul's duty was to continue to wait, was to continue to remain obedient. Even though the father didn't keep his end of the bargain, it was the son's job to keep his end of the part by obeying and continuing to wait. So the first mistake that Saul made as a leader was to rebel against authority. Now, Rebelling against authority is, uh, you know, looked, you know, as a very simple thing in our day and age because we think that everybody is equal. We think that me and my pastor, we are the same because God loves us both the same and uh, we both have the same Holy Spirit. We both have the same presence of God and it doesn't make a lot of differences if I disrespect my pastor or if I disobey my elder, if I disobey my parents, it doesn't make a big difference. But that is not how God looks at it. You know, you study the New Testament, you study the Old Testament, there is this emphasis on obedience and submission to parents. Let it be physical parents, let it be spiritual parents, let it be elders in a church, let it be even our bosses at work. There is this expectation that God has placed over our lives that we will not rebel against authority. So the first key, if you want to be a leader that will actually be successful in your life, is to remain submissive to your spiritual authority. Now, 
this also applies to your job this applies to your work this applies to your home where you have if you're a uh, you know woman you have a man who is who is placed in in relational authority over you if you're a son or daughter you have a father or a mother at home who is an authority figure over you this applies in every area of your life however the one area where it affects the most see between our body soul and spirit the um, most important thing is our spirit that is why your spiritual father your obedience to your spiritual father needs to be of high prominence compared to your obedience to any other things or any other uh, authorities of your life because when you obey your physical parents you are actually obeying um things pertaining to your physical life people you you're going to receive a physical inheritance from them but when you obey your spiritual father it is a more important relationship because this is going to nourish and flourish and take your spirit uh, and equip your spirit to do what god has ordained you to do and that is why it is very necessary for you and me to remain submissive and to remain obedient even when we don't like it even when we um, you know get uncomfortable even when things are not panning out the way we expected it to be and even when it's a mistake from the person who has given us the instruction let's say that my father or your father has given you an instruction and he is he he doesn't keep his end of the bargain for example in king saul's state uh, the prophet had said i will come in 7 days but the prophet didn't come as he had earlier promised to come and uh, it was prophet samuel's mistake and still it was expected of saul to obey it was expected of saul to remain submissive so that's the first mistake that saul made it was to rebel against authority now the second mistake that he made was the bible says that when saul samuel eventually did come and he confronted saul about his mistake of disobedience the bible says he didn't take responsibility for his mistake now it's one thing to disobey your spiritual authority and it's a completely different thing to try and justify your mistake and try and defend yourself instead of um being vulnerable instead of just laying yourself down and say you know what i have messed up i've made a mistake will you please help me to uh you know get out of this mess will you please help me to overcome this and uh, this is what Saul did the bible says Saul he put the blame back on Samuel you know it says in verse 11 when Samuel said hey what is this that you have done Saul replied i saw my men was scattering from me and you you fellow you didn't arrive when you said you would and uh, you know that's why and and then i had these philistines uh you know who were already willing to get into battle with me so my enemies were fighting me my my friends were leaving me and you didn't keep your side of the promise so he gave three reasons for disobeying prophet samuel and in none of the three reasons that he gave for disobeying prophet samuel was 
uh, his stubbornness, any one of those reasons. At no point did he take responsibility for his failure. At no point did he take uh, the ownership of his disobedience. And that is a big, big problem. It's one thing to fail. And it's another thing to not take responsibility for our failures. Man, I can count so many pastors that I know who, um, you know, we try to talk to and who we try to help and do life with. And, and so often when we try to help them or correct them, they always come out with a defensive, uh, you know, uh, that that's how they, they always come out you know and begin to defend themselves and and they begin to say hey this is not how i i was meaning it to come out to uh, this is not what i planned to do it this is what it was supposed to be but uh, you know this is the reason why it happened instead of saying hey i'm sorry i i, I messed up that's what King Saul should have done at that time. Instead of defending himself, instead of saying the Philistines are responsible for it, uh, my spiritual father is responsible for it, my friends are responsible for it. Hey, don't put the blame on anybody else. They may be external factors, Saul, but you are placed as king over all of them. You are placed in a place of leadership over Israel. So you have the right, you have the authority to remain obedient. Don't ever give the reason that somebody else forced you into doing the wrong thing or somebody else pushed you into, uh, you know, being in the wrong place. And 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 any time that we uh, put the blame on our parents or our friends or our situations for being the ones to to pressure us into doing the wrong thing, what we are actually doing is we are not willing to take responsibility for our own actions. So if you are currently living in disobedience, it may be to God, it may be to spiritual authority, it may be to any particular source, uh, I would encourage you to go and open it up to them and say, hey, I have disobeyed you. I have disobeyed what you taught. I have disobeyed how you have you know, asked me to do my relationships, how you've asked me to do my marriage and do my finances and all this. I've disobeyed. I have royally messed up. Um, how can I get out of this? I would encourage you to go and take responsibility for it rather than blaming it on somebody else. I'm sure that if Adam and Eve, rather than putting blame on each other and somebody else, if they would have gone to God and said, God, we have completely messed up. Will you forgive us and give us another shot at this? Give you, give us another, another way to do this the right way. I'm sure God would have, you know, I, I'm, I'm nobody to comment on this, but I'm sure God would have, uh, you know, actually let them be in the Garden of Eden for a longer time and given them another shot at doing this and, and seeing if they would really keep it the second time. And, and instead of doing that, what they did was to justify themselves and put the blame on somebody else and that's exactly what king saul did and that again categorizes himself uh, uh, categorizes king saul as a, a leader that really failed in his purpose because uh, if a leader is ashamed of owning up to his mistakes then i'm sorry you're uh, 
terrible leader a true godly leader is never ashamed to accept that he failed is never um, you know so shy or so fearful that he is not willing to accept when he has done something wrong so that's the second mistake that he did instead of taking responsibility he put the blame on somebody else right the third mistake that he did was that he was uh, swayed by people's opinions and this is all the more crazy because we make the worst kinds of mistakes because of what people say and do and think about us for example in this particular story we see that uh, you know Saul was looking at all his men and all his troops they were rapidly slipping away that's what the bible says they were leaving they were going to going back to their homes they were going back to their fields to because you know the battles not happening you know they've been waiting in the battlefield for seven long days and Saul had gathered them Saul had had a momentum but when he saw that these people are slipping away he said man i have to take things into my own hands and i have to do something about it now that is because saul thought that his victory comes from the help of these people he forgot the fact that gideon needed only 300 men to fight and overcome and win a war against the midianites that you know was a phenomenal victory for gideon he forgot the fact that god doesn't need a huge army god doesn't need people to help you god doesn't need people to bless you financially and and so often you know if you are a business leader you know we uh, have seen businesses being bankrupt at the end of the day because they have ended up trusting and relying and connecting with people and putting their trust and hope in people we've seen pastors going crazy because uh, they have been swayed by people who can give the most amount of money people who can you know bring them the uh, best gifts and people who can connect them to the right places and and um, people being swayed away into making dramatic you know mistakes and my hope is that you and i in our pursuit to be godly uh leaders that god wants us to be that we will have a little bit more of understanding in these areas of our lives and we will uh, not be swayed by people's opinion we will not be swayed by what people think and say and do in fact what king saul should have done at this point is say hey i my loyalty is not towards these people my loyalty is first towards god and second to the prophet samuel who appointed me as king over this people I, I, who 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 ordained me who who gave me this instruction these are the ones that i have to be loyal to i am not supposed to be loyal to my people my people are supposed to be loyal to me in other words see if i am placed as a pastor over a church i am not supposed to run after these guys to do whatever they want in fact they are supposed to be committed to this church and do what god has a plan to do through this church people are supposed to come and serve in this church rather than me going after them and doing everything that they want and when we understand see my calling in life is to obey god 
is to obey his voice and to obey my spiritual leaders and authorities that god has placed over me but any time when i turn it around and say oh my god this person wants me to do this that person wants me to do that man we can get swayed into doing things to just please people to just get their acceptance to just you know do the most uh, mistakes that most people do uh, the mistake of uh, being people pleasers and, and that is where we make such a big shift from what god wants us to do so the first mistake king saul did was that he rebelled against his authority the second mistake that he did was that he uh, didn't take responsibility for his actions the third mistake that he did was that he was swayed by people's opinions and people's support the fourth mistake i think this is the biggest mistake uh, for him it says that he demanded in verse 9 he demanded bring me the burnt offering and the peace offerings and Saul sacrificed the burnt offering himself and that is where he lost the whole battle because at this point not only did he fail to obey his prophet not only did he fail to take responsibility for his actions not only did he get swayed away by people's opinions and people's support or lack of it at this point he stepped outside his assignment and in fact he took over the assignment of his spiritual father he stepped into the shoes into the role of a man who was placed above him and that is a big no no in the kingdom of god when you see that hey my pastor is not doing this thing let me just take over and do his job and i'm telling you we are we are just stepping into a big disaster if your pastor is not doing something if your leaders are not doing something why don't you pray why don't you ask god god this is what is lacking in my church this is where my church needs to grow and this is where my church needs to receive help in pray in fact if you can sit and talk to your pastors and sit and talk to your leaders and and say hey this is this is what i am noticing and is there any way i can help or serve wait till your prophet or your pastor or your leaders give you that assignment even if you are the king of israel you know he was not supposed to step outside his assignment and do something that was meant for the prophet of the house to do and and whenever we step outside the assignment on our lives i'm telling you we have failed everything else god can redeem us from that you know in disobedience god can teach us how to obey him you know uh, when we when we are not uh, you know very faithful to god when we are disloyal to god because of our love for people god can uh, teach us lessons but when we step out of our assignment man then there is no returning back from it because here is king saul he is stepped outside his assignment as the king of israel and he's taking over the role of prophet samuel now you know jesus said it like this he said i don't do what i don't see my father uh, i won't do anything that i don't see my father do it 
I only do the works that I see my father doing. And when I see my father doing something, I'm intentional and doing those very same things and, and to help those very same people and to go to those very same places. In, in fact, Jesus lived his entire life intentional at fulfilling the assignment on his life. He said it several times. He said, I'm not sent to the whole world. I'm specifically sent to the lost tribes of Israel. I'm specifically sent. When you you 12 disciples, you guys can go to the rest of the world. I'm sending you to all creation. Go to the rest of the world. Go to all nations. Make disciples. Do all of that. But for me, my assignment is to be in Israel. My assignment is to be to uh, to cater to the lost tribes of Israel. Now, the success of a leader is to know and understand what is your God-given assignment and to stick to your assignment. When we lose focus of our assignment, when we lose the sight of where God has placed us and what God has uh, you know, entrusted into our hands, I'm telling you, it's going to be a downward hill uh, from there. You know, we cannot grow because the Bible says not everybody who do who calls me Lord, Lord, but those who do the will of my father in heaven, they are the ones who will enter into the kingdom of God. And when we step outside the will of God for our life, we have no grace. We have no uh, anointing to do that. And that is where we fail. That is where we make mistakes. That is where we make the wrong decisions, make the wrong choices, make the wrong contacts, make the wrong, you know, influences get into us. And uh, and my prayer for you and me today is not just that we will submit to our authority, not just that we will take responsibility when we go wrong, not just that we will not be swayed away by people's opinions and their support, but also that we will never never step outside of our assignment because stepping outside our assignment is our failure as a leader if you can keep that in your mind that if i step outside my god-given assignment if i step outside my god-given responsibility if i step outside my god-given area of influence if I'm not the pastor of the church, I'm not going to become or try to become the pastor of the church. David realized this very well. He said, I know that King Saul is placed as the king of this nation and I am not going to be the one to kill him. I know that someday he may die of an old age and, and I may have to become the king, but I am not assigned this. It is not my job to kill him. Is he doing a miserable job at it? Yes, he is. But it is not my job to touch him. It is not my job to kill him. It is not my job to be the one to speak anything against him, to, to hurt him or to do anything that will bring him down. And that is the reason why God was so in love with the heart that David carried because God knew that this is a man that I can entrust him with a nation and I know that he will not step outside his assignment. So can I encourage you this morning to pursue God every day and ask him, Lord, what is my assignment today? In fact, Jesus prayed on a daily basis, asking for his assignments for his uh, today. 
you know, when he prayed, Lord, give me my daily bread today. Instead of just praying for food, can you pray, Lord, give me my assignments for today. Give me my task list for today. Give me those people that I have to meet and those people that I have to avoid for today. Give me those things that I need to say and those things that I need to avoid for today. Give me specific assignments for today. Specific assignments for this week. Specific assignments for my family. Specific assignments for my church. Specific assignments for my city and my nation. For every season of life, for every year, give me a specific assignment and give me the grace to stick to my assignment, to not do anything more or less from what you have assigned me to do. That's my encouragement for you this morning. I pray that it has encouraged you or spoken to you in one way or the other. And if you are blessed, let us know how you are blessed, what spoke to you. Um, you can actually write to me. My email ID is info at pastorpriji.com. I don't get to reply to every email personally, but I do read all of your emails and I enjoy uh, you know, spending time interceding for you, especially when I get a personal prayer request and all those things. And So feel free to reach out to me. And if you're encouraged by this podcast, make sure to uh, you know go on iTunes and leave us a review there you know just look up leadership talk uh, by pastor priji and you would find this podcast on iTunes and just leave us a review there and it will help us to be discovered by other people who can be equipped to be better stronger godly leaders that god wants us to be that's all from me god bless you we'll catch up next month <laughs>